Welcome to this special edition episode of Guys in Short Sports LA. This week, we're paying tribute to not only one of the greatest athletes in Los Angeles sports, but one of the greatest athletes of all time, Mr. Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Yeah. We'll be talking Kobe. Kobe stats, memories, favorite moments, just about everything you need to know to prepare for his final game Wednesday, April 13th. But before we do that, let's welcome the guys. Victor Costello. What up? Ben Garcia. Hoopty hoop. Darren Besa. Heidi ho. Yeah. And joining us live via satellite from quarantine, Eric the Portuguese <laughs> Hammer Vieira. MVP. MVP. <laughs> Eric, how are you? What's going uh, on, buddy? <laughs> the, the the flu has taken over Portuguese Hammer headquarters over here. Oh, so, that's uh, the worst. Yeah, so uh, my children might try to make their podcast debut today if you hear a little screaming <laughs> oh, you know, in the background. So get an early start. So technically, uh, the Portuguese Hammer is the Kobe Bryant of podcasting. Even when he's sick, he still plays. <laughs> we <you> appreciate <laughs> your dedication. You say so this might be a. I might step it up for this episode now that oh, I'm, you know, playing wow. playing sick, playing injured here. You pod it's about, it's about with time heart. You bring, the, you bring your <laughs> you A game. Say he pods with heart. <laughs> yeah, he does. No one pods, he pods like with heart. <laughs> Only Eric pods with heart. It couldn't be the Dodgers bullpen that got you sick, could it? Uh, Maybe may sick watching may it. Been. <laughs> <laughs> the Dodgers apparently did nothing to fix the bullpen in the offseason. No, obviously no. not. And the the great thing is that that wasn't even on display when we played the Angels. It was our starters that gave it up. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how this season's going to go, man. But I'm yeah. telling you, I am not well, feeling good. Well, you've started off better than our Angels did. That's for sure. Yeah. You got not one, not two. Three games. Well, yeah. let's not, before we get to the Angels, uh -huh. why don't we talk a little bit about the home game that the Cubs had the opening day? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good. You know what? The Cubs are really solid, all right? All right. You can't compare us contenders. getting rocked by the Cubs <laughs> when you guys on, played the Padres. Day. Opening day. That's that's the one game you your fans should so wait, show up. Are you guys up. the Padres yeah. of the of the American yes. League? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> maybe maybe if they were to get rid of the waterfall and they were to Ooh. have those four hundred like four hundred seats or whatever they've taken yes. out, maybe they can get enough <laughs> Angels fans to actually yeah, it could be like an uh, Angels only the opposing zone. team. No. Yeah. No, like we're it. not losing the water. We right like now. the waterfall, guys. No way, no how. <laughs> Waterfalls and rally monkeys. That's, <laughs> that's how we do, that's son. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, oh, two and four, right? Hoopty hoo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Kobe. We are two short days away from Kobe Bryant retiring from the NBA and not to play a game with the Lakers ever again. Mm-hmm. This is no. uh, the end of an era. A little I mean, bittersweet, I think. So oh, totally. Yeah. When you think about it, most of us, we grew up with magic. And then there was a couple short years off and we got Kobe. And yep. we have been spoiled. Yes. When you think about it. I mean, those are yeah. two of the all-time greats right there. Yep. The Indianapolis Colts of the NBA. Yeah. Yeah. We really <laughs> lucked out. By the Can way, I appreciate the uh, <laughs> the Andrew. I'm luck. just nodding my head. Are you well, and and actually Peyton Manning. So yeah. actually, I'm punching myself in the face. I know. <laughs> I appreciate that, Ben. That. Thank you. But for... no, I mean, I mean, they're <clears throat> arguably, you know, two of the better quarterbacks in the league, and you know, Magic and Kobe are two of the arguably best uh, players to ever play basketball, and we've been lucky to have them as Los Angeles Lakers. To that point, we want to start this off going through some Kobe stats here. Ooh, so this might I, take a while. I have a list. It is going <laughs> to yeah. take a while because this isn't even everything. This is just some of the highlights of Kobe's achievements in his illustrious 20-year career. 
He, of course, had his 81-point game against the Raptors. He's third all-time on the regular and postseason scoring lists. He's selected for the All-Star team 18 times, won the most All-Star MVPs four times, and he's tied with Roger Pettit there, won the slam dunk contest in 1997. He was the league MVP in the 07-08 season. Which is a travesty. He should have more than one league MVP. Completely agree. I think that the league colluded against him because of what happened in Boulder. They didn't want him to be the face of the NBA, so they found anyone else that they could, you know, to give that award to. But Kobe Bryant deserved that at least four or five times. At least. And let's let's be honest, even with this farewell tour, it seems a little disingenuous. Kobe was very well liked by a lot of the NBA, you know, especially early on. So that's what's kind of interesting about this farewell tour. Everyone's throwing him a lot of love. I just saw he yeah, he made a comment that uh, the only reason why he's allowing this to happen is because they, they're horrible. He said if we were in the middle of a playoff hunt or, you know, getting into the playoffs, that uh, he, he none of this would be happening right now. I well, he absolutely be believe it. He wouldn't be getting playing time because he doesn't deserve to be out there. I, I hate to say that on a Kobe tribute, sure. but I think that's why, <laughs> I think that's why I'm bittersweet about this whole thing. I think thing. everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, No, that yeah. goes without saying. Okay, let's continue with the list because I'm not even halfway through it. <laughs> Most seasons with a single NBA franchise. Only player in NBA history with 30,000 points and 6,000 assists. Wait a minute. He Passed the ball that many times? <laughs> yeah, surprising. Six thousand. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know it. Wow. Yeah. Only player to score at least six hundred points in the postseason in three consecutive years. Most postseason appearances with fifteen. Most career regular season games played. Two Olympic gold medals. Four consecutive fifty-point games. Most career missed. Field goals. And I know you're thinking, why is that on the list? Because he shoots 35 times a night. (laughs) But why should he be proud of that? Because let me just mention others that are in the top 10 on that stat. Carl Malone, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Michael Jordan. He was also finals MVP twice. He had seven NBA finals appearances and five NBA championships. Pretty impressive. That's a long list, man. That's long. And that's not even everything. See, that's a scary thing. It's not everything. Yeah, you don't talk about the game winners. You don't talk about the fact that, you know, there was awards there that he should have won that he didn't. What a phenomenal career that man had. Ben, what do you think of those is the one to be most proud of? You know, there's there's so many there. Um, one of them that you actually didn't mention was the fact that Kobe was an all-defensive player in the league, first team, 12 times in his career. And I think oh, as wow. a competitor, you lead by example. And so if, if your best player is out there playing defense against the best pers- person on the other team, I think that that shows leadership to your your players and i think that it shows his competitiveness and i just think that it shows his tenacity to win that's that's a big one basa thoughts my it would be his 81 point game how does that happen <laughs> especially this day and age you play yes. toronto this day and age where <laughs> you watch that on youtube and it's just yes. ridiculous it's looking back at that team the starting lineup on that day i'm going to list it for you it's kobe bryant lamar odom chris Mim. Kwame oh. Brown and Swoosh, Smush Parker. Smush. That is, oh, that, wow. that, that is the who's is, who of Lakers crack. basketball. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That thing went downhill real fast. Yeah, no I wonder mean, he I had to score 81 had, of the points. Yeah. Exactly. I think if I remember right, he actually shot right around 50%. I think he shot the ball like 40 times or something like oh, that. But, yeah. It was a ridiculous But I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't like he had to you know, shoot like it. like 60%. So that's, that, that's amazing right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, in an NBA game that you can shoot that many times and then shoot above 50%. Yeah. Hammer, which of those stats do you like the most? To me, I think it's being a lifetime Laker. 
having 20 years with one team, that says a lot. And very few players could say that they started their career with the team and they ended their career with the team. And then to do it with all of those stats and that entire list that you just went off, I mean, that's amazing. And the part that I love about this is, you know, he didn't, you know, go go and call his friends that he went on vacation with and say, all right, let's make a super team. Let's get our big three. <laughs> yep. He did it with yep. the pieces that he had and that they brought to him. Now, Jerry West set up some great pieces for him. Other than that, with that one free agency period where he may have gone, I think he's happy to have spent his entire career as a Laker. And that says a lot. Yeah, it is amazing. It really is impressive. You know, and as much as I think we get on the Lakers about kind of their state of affairs, I think it says a lot too about the Lakers. If you look at how they take care of their players, you know, you had Kareem come back to mentor other young centers. You have magic around, you know, the game and and he's always talking about Lakers basketball and he's a prominent figure in in the Lakers organization. He's no longer an owner but he's still a part of the organization. I think that Kobe's going to be one of these guys who's going to be an ambassador. I think Shaq, you know, after yep. leaving, he's come back yep. and he's now an ambassador of the Los Angeles Lakers. And so you don't get these types of you don't get this caliber of player to all of, all of a sudden come back to a team without that team treating that player right. And so I think it says a lot about the Lakers organization, and I hope that the Bus family continues to do that, but I hope that they turn things around and start winning. Yeah, that was yeah. Kobe's contract. Yeah, That was them showing the league that, you know, we take care of our guys. It's a big one. Vic, your thoughts on Kobe's stats? I think he would be, he would be most proud of uh, 81 points. There's only one person that's ever scored more than him. You know, as, as Darren said, it's Wilt Chamberlain. That's amazing. That is absolutely because um, you know five championships. There's plenty of guys who have five championships. You know, Jordan had six. Robert Dory has seven. Every almost every record that you, you know you mention, there's there's going to be more than one person that you know can claim that. And to know that you're one of two people in the entire history of the NBA to score that many points, it's incredible. I was reading a story that Brian Shaw was talking about about a month before they were playing Dallas, and he he had 62 points going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, the team was up. Quarters. The team was up by like I don't know twenty or something points. So he was going to sit out for the fourth quarter. And Brian Shaw went to go talk to the coach. The coach said, "Tell Kobe to come back in, score eight more points. Let's get to 70. He goes, "Kobe, get in there, man. You know, eight more points, get to seventy. And Kobe's like, "No, nah, it's all right. I'll do it when it counts." So he knew. Love it. Yeah, I he. Love it. That's right Kobe. There. That's, That's Kobe totally, right there. Totally Kobe right there, where he knew that he was going to get another chance and he was actually going to score. Yeah. You know, not only seventy, but apparently eighty. I mean, that yeah. eighty-one. That's just. Mm-hmm. Abs- I, it blows my mind that somebody can score that many points by themselves in a game. It really is unbelievable. Yeah. I think the one that jumps out to me is the two finals MVPs. To be an MVP of a finals, it means that first of all, you had to get through every other team in the NBA. You had to make it to the finals. And to be considered the best player on the floor in that stage is pretty remarkable, you know? And the fact that there was only two is questionable. And I think you could argue the fact that he deserved at least one and a half of the other three that he won with Shaq. No, yeah. You know, and the fact that Shaq was, you know, the more dominant physical specimen is the reason why he had those three. Now, I mean, you can't you can't deny 40 points and 20 rebounds and not be an MVP, but at the end of games, when things needed to get closed out and you needed free throws to be made or you needed somebody to be able to break someone off the dribble, it wasn't Shaq. It was Kobe. And so those two needed each other to win. So I would even say that he deserves one and a half of those. 
I like it. Yeah, I like totally. it. We'll go and, with that. You know what? I'm just going to change that on my list here. <laughs> All right, moving on. Let's talk Kobe moments. This Kobe is a moments. tough one because there are so many Kobe moments. I mean, how many clutch buzzer beaters did that guy hit? Vic, what's your favorite Kobe memory? I would have to go with beating the Celtics in the finals. Oh. It's always when nice. when they it's, it's something so about the Celtics man. beating the Celtics always goes down oh, yes. smooth. Yes. When you ask Jerry West like what was his favorite championship ever, he says when the, when the Lakers finally beat the Celtics in '85, Magic gives you the same answer. Kobe will give you the exact same answer as well. And why should I differ from you know three great Lakers? Good point. I yeah I, I remember going to see the game seven in a in, in a bar and just it was all Laker fans and you could feel the, you know the the tenseness in that room. I, my adrenaline's going i'm feeling anxious and most of the game wasn't going our way and i'm thinking we cannot lose to this team again like there's it's the hated celtics you know thank god for meta world peace yes (laughs) yes you know to to piggyback on that i think that what made that even sweeter is jerry west lost to the celtics Magic lost to the Celtics. I mm-hmm. think that Kobe had to lose to the Celtics there to make it that much sweeter. Yeah. Now, I hate to say that as a Lakers fan, yeah. but I think that you know, if it was just a one-way street and we beat them every time, it wouldn't be the rivalry that it is. And no, so you have, yeah. to, you no. have and, to give yeah. the credit to the, the the team that we're playing. And not only that, but I always want the, I want Boston to be really good whenever we're really good, just so we can beat them in the oh, finals. Yeah. Like, absolutely, I want, absolutely. To, absolutely. I want them really to get is. to the finals just so we can beat them. There's nothing more exciting than uh. Lakers. Celtics game good seven stuff. Good and, stuff. and I mean talk about a rite of passage of being a true legend in the Laker history yeah. you gotta slay the, the dragon, dragon and the green dragon the exactly green dragon. <laughs> hammer favorite Kobe memory what do you got to me it's it's back in 2000 so early on in his career when they were playing Portland in game seven of the Western Conference finals and they were down and they had to come back and then Kobe with the alley-oop to Shaq that was just an awesome oh, moment yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah, that was that was that's when, when Kobe went to Shaq for the LU. That's when you knew this team is special. There's something magical going on with this team Very because true. that was you know their first time that they went to the finals together, Shaq and Kobe. It was the start of the the three peat dynasty, and and it was just you know really amazing. And that's that that moment was a turning point when you knew that we're really looking at at a couple of special players. It was also a changing of the guard. It was after Jordan had quit the NBA for the second time. And if you remember, that play was against Scottie Pippen, who was still arguably one of the better players in the NBA at that time. And, you know, he's always been known as the defensive stopper. Right. And so here he was playing Kobe at the very last minute of that game. And Kobe just takes him off the dribble, does a crossover, gets into the lane by himself. And that, Shaq's guy had to come over and guard the ball, which made Shaq wide open, and that he had the wherewithal at that young age to not be selfish in the moment and take the shot. He gave it to the big fellow who threw it down. And, you know, after being down, what, 15 points in that game in the yeah. fourth yeah. quarter or whatever yeah. it was? Yeah. They have to battle back. Absolutely. That, that, is, oh. that, that is what legends are made of. Yeah. And, and that's why Kobe is – that's why we're talking about him today. Yeah. <clears throat> ben, favorite Kobe moment? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Does he have his pink post-its again? He really does. He's got his pink post-its. You know it. You know what? Okay, I'm bringing back the legal pad the next time. (laughs) (laughs) I have two. Eric took my number one, so I'll I'll take the number two. (laughs) All right. My number two one, which you know we'll we'll talk about, is 
It was game five in the 2006 uh, first round of the playoffs. And so if you remember the year before, they didn't make the playoffs. This was the two years after Shaq had left and they had got, you know, um, Brian Grant, uh, Lamar Odom from the Miami Heat. And they were rebuilding that team. And so the Lakers made the eight seed. They were playing the number one at the time. It was the Phoenix Suns, the Mike D'Antoni, Steve Nash team. And the Suns were supposed to roll on the Lakers. And the Lakers had the 2-1 advantage. <clears throat> and so this was the – it was actually it was game four because this was going to – no, no, actually it was. It was 2-2. Two, two. Those pink notes, I can tell, are really helping. <laughs> <laughs> but, highlighter. Get but, highlighter. But, the, but the point is is that, you know, the, you know Kobe – took the team on his back and at the end smush parker steals the ball it was right by the uh, out of bounds it goes to kobe kobe comes across they don't call the timeout they were just going to play it out kobe finds his spot right there at the corner of the key as a fadeaway as his time is expiring and he makes that shot and then he comes off the court and he pulls his jersey and he, he shows his heart oh yeah and he starts yelling <laughs> oh yeah you know that's that's to me when when that became kobe's team you know it, yeah it was his team after Shaq left, but that was his first winning moment by himself. And I think that that really solidified him as, in his own mind, that right. this is my team. I'm the one that's going to take us over, you know, over the edge. Yeah. And that to me was, you know, just that is the epitome of Kobe Bryant. You know, take the ball, you know, win or lose, it's on my back. And, and he did it. And that was, that was awesome. And he thrives in that yeah. situation. Yep. Oh, yeah. He wants it. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. And part of me, if you've mentioned this already, but he also had to get the clutch too to tie the game to send it into overtime. There you go. And then to, That's and then right. to hit the game winner in overtime. So that was like there a was double two double Kobe shots. moment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Two for one. Besa. Yes. Favorite Kobe memory. Favorite Kobe memory. Um, unfortunately, my favorite Kobe memory occurred in April 2013 when he tears his Achilles tendon. <laughs> That's a, that's, a, that's a terrible Kobe memory. Let me let me explain. Let me explain. How is that favorite Kobe memory? Yeah, it's horrible. I hate Kobe Bryant. Are you, yeah. Are you, you a Celtics a, fan? Yeah. Secretly, green, I probably am. Green shirt under that. Give the guy a Let's hear what he has to say. So he goes. It couldn't be good. But he we'll he goes down tearing his Achilles tendon, and everybody sees that how much pain he is in. Coaches know. Trainers know. The fans know. This is not something that you get up and walk off the court. What does Kobe Bryant do? He takes his free throws, and he makes them. Uh, yeah. yeah okay. He's that type of player. Yeah. He played the game. Talk about He's heart. that tough yeah. that he continues it. it. The guy has a heart. Yeah. The heart of a hockey player. Yes. I mean, <laughs> Darren, definitely not a baseball player. <laughs> Darren, Darren does have a point. So you remember when um, Paul Pierce hurt himself in the finals that one year? Absolutely. He oh, yeah, gets well, carried okay. off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with the wheelchair. Yeah. wheelchair. Yeah. Yeah. Days of our lives drama. And, and that wasn't even an injury that kept him from coming back into the game. Yeah. And that was yeah, the no, dramatic he... effect that he had yeah. to have. Yeah. Um, LeBron was carried off by his teammates in the game. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he's so fine. Right. I guess, you know, Kobe, <laughs> Kobe, because in Kobe's head, he's probably thinking to himself, I don't want to put myself in a situation where I can't come back. So even, yeah. even if something's really hurting and maybe this could be a season ending injury. Yeah. If I can shoot the free throws to make sure that if it isn't and I can come back, that's mm-hmm. pretty darn competitive. It really oh, is. Yeah. It look what happened to Kobe recently. You see him on the bench and he's just packed. Yeah, with, yeah. with heat oh, yeah. and tape all around him. He's more uh, machine now. Than oh yeah, he yeah. looked like pretty the much. Michelin Man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, you know my favorite Kobe memory because there's so many. If you're not a Laker fan, chances are you're a Kobe hater. Absolutely. And one of the 
the coolest things I ever remember is that game at Madison Square Gardens where he goes off for like 61 points and scores the Madison Square Garden scoring record. Yes. And even New York fans, the toughest audience in all of sports, was chanting MVP for Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that was crazy. That was absolutely crazy. That's unheard of. You don't go into New York and they cheer your player, but he put on a show and they you you couldn't help but appreciate the talent that was on display that night. Mm-hmm. And and even New York knew it. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And that's something Kobe does regularly. When the lights are on, that's when yeah, that's, that's when, when he's, he's at his best. Yeah, that's when yeah. he shines. All right, let's talk about Kobe's statue because obviously he's gonna be getting one at Staples sooner or later. You think so? Yes. You think so? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go out on so, a limb. It's a possibility. And say he's probably going to get a statue. <laughs> oh, he will. Hammer, what do you think Kobe's statue should be? My uh, my friend D1 Ben over there kind of... <laughs> uh, D1! Mr. <laughs> Division 1 talked about that, that game-winning shot versus the Suns. And that's a memorable moment. Right after he sunk that game-winner in overtime, he turns around and he does a fist pump. And he just has, you know, that face oh, yeah. of seriousness. He yeah. has that fist pump out, and that would just make an amazing statue because the, that is something that I, I think that yeah, was when the, the Mamba came out for the first time. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. When when that that the bottom jaw jetted out, and yeah. we saw the Mamba yeah. face. Absolutely, that, yeah. that'd be a great statue, Vic. What should his statue be? There's a picture of him that I have in my mind, and I don't know what game it's from. Or I'm sure it's more than one game, but it's where he grabs a jersey with two hands and pulls it out in front of him, and he has the Lakers, you know, showing. And you know, it's almost stretched where he looks like he's gonna break it, and he's like screaming. Oh, yeah. He's got that look on oh, his yeah. face where he just hit that game-winning shot. If not that one, then uh, I'm just gonna go with a big snake. That has uh, the jersey of every um, yeah. the jersey of every team he beat in the NBA Finals. The Black Mamba, yeah, just a so, big, big to, snake. To, to follow that up, so so yeah, he does the the fist pump, and then uh, after that, and I had mentioned it before, he grabs his his jersey and he pulls it over to the side. Um, and, and he shows his heart and he screams. And yeah. so that, when I think of Kobe, I, that's, that's the picture that I see is I, him pulling that Jersey over to the side. Jersey pulling. That would be cool. Besa. Yes. What should his statue be? What should my statue be? Not um, your statue. <laughs> my, what should my statue? Hey, Darren Besa tribute. Is it the statue of Kobe tearing his Achilles? What, <laughs> there you go. On the floor. Go. Yeah. On the floor. Writhing in pain on the floor. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That'd be horrible. <laughs> the statue's Kobe laying on the floor. I think it should be him as the Michelin man. <laughs> oh, oh, the statue up. I would go for is one of his uh, buzzer beater moments. I love those clutch plays. Have the clock somehow in there. I love him it. going up for that point. You'd, you'd have him like in the fadeaway, and there's like three defenders around him, yeah. and you could have like even like a digital clock or something built into it, like uh-huh. at the you know at the like point five point five seconds. It go. can't be point four because Derek Fisher owns that. That's one. that's true. Yeah, Derek that's Fisher true. owns that one. Yeah, that's... You know, another one that we haven't mentioned is you know when he was younger. You remember when he used to be able to just elevate. 
Oh, and, yeah. And his head would be almost at the rim level and his arms would just – there was a dunk that he used to do all the time where he would he would leave – unlike Jordan, Jordan would leave off a of one leg. Kobe would usually jump off a of two. But when he would jump, he would kind of arch his back and he would pull the ball back over his head and then he would basically jump over fools and, you know, just poster oh, yeah. fools. <laughs> and it, I it, think that would be a cool one to, to take maybe a picture of, you gotcha, know, an in-game yeah, yeah, dunk yeah. that he did yeah, that'd be where cool. he was just up above everybody with the afro and the eight oh, sticking yeah, out. I nice. think it would be pretty bad. <laughs> They need to like work magnets in it too, or something where he's actually floating. Like the statue's floating. You know, we, somebody will steal it if it's not. We need to get some technology or something. Yeah, there should be guards like, around like, it, twenty four seven, like like, uh, like they do in Tomb of the Unknown the, Soldier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Kobe deserves that. I love it. What number do we retire? Eight or twenty four? I'd say we retire eight. He's won the most championships with eight. We talked about the eighty one point game. That was wearing eight. He talked about the fist pump and over the sun. That was wearing eight. I think some of his best moments with him, you know, hitting his prime was wearing the number eight. Who else has got eight? I have 24. I, I'm thinking 24. I'm yeah, 24. So yeah. so, yeah, for me, 24 represents his team. It also was the uniform number that he wore when they beat the Celtics. Good point. Uh, that's the legacy that he wants to leave and that he's going to leave. And I also think that if you left it up to Kobe, I think he would choose 24 because that was the number that he chose. He was given eight. He chose 24, and he's one better than Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> he one-upped him, huh? I love it. Him, just to... I love it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think I would go with eight as well for all the reasons that Eric said. And also because if you see the number eight, you're not going to think about the Kobe from the past two or three years. 24 is now also going to be uh, associated with, uh, especially this year, mm-hmm. uh, which is a really Very tough year to watch Kobe. Sure. That's... Um, there's not going to be the images of him being a Michelin man. With the number eight. <laughs> it's just going to be the young, quick, Afro-wearing Kobe that yeah. you know, was terrorizing the league as a kid. It's a fair argument. Do you think the Lakers could retire both numbers? I hope not. It's an interesting scenario. I hope not. No? No. I can't picture that up on the on the board with the other... It's just going to look weird. I wouldn't mind it. That'd be kind of cool. Now let's talk Mount Rushmore of Lakers. Obviously, Magic and Kareem are on there. I think it's safe to say we put Kobe on there. I think Who's our fourth? No, he's a no-brainer. Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan. Lakers. It's a Laker. Lakers. 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 Oh, come on. I mean, who are we putting on that fourth spot? Vic. I really don't think there's any question. It has to be Jerry West. Yeah. Mr. Clutch. Yeah. I mean, My number the four. logo. Yeah, the logo. I mean, that, that guy, you know, he could shoot. And uh, and you throw in um, what he did as a GM. I mean, it's yeah. I, I don't I don't think there's any question. There there is no question. Good call. I didn't factor in the GM stuff, but <laughs> absolutely he should be up there. <laughs> you know, I Are mean, you, you well, can't I, you can't minimize what he did as a GM. No. So no. you know, he he built two dynasties with the Los Angeles Lakers. He built the Showtime Lakers, and then he built the Kobe Shaq Lakers. Yeah. He leaves the Lakers. He goes to Memphis, and he takes an expansion team that couldn't win a game. They couldn't get out of their own way. And he makes them a perennial contender now. Now, he's been away from them for a couple of years, but they're still making the playoffs. They never got over the hump. But when he left uh, Memphis, you know where he went? Golden State. And look Golden what he's State, done at Golden yeah. State. So yeah. that guy wins wherever he goes. Yeah. Can you make the argument that Shaq – might be able to crack Mount Rushmore. When he was in his prime, when he was in his peak, he was the most dominating center in the game. I don't think anyone would want to play against Shaq if you were building this like a dream team, if you were going to assemble a team. Shaq in his prime would be very dangerous. Anyone mm-hmm. buying that argument? 
I, I think you can make an argument. I just don't think uh, he was the all-around player that Kareem was. Kareem was defensively amazing, rebounding uh, points, and people forget how good of a passer he was. I mean, that guy could pass. So I, I think there's certain areas where he's actually better than Shaq. You know, one of the things that, because I had a tough time with that as well, because I do love Shaq, but ultimately I threw Shaq off because he ended his career as a Celtic. I don't think any Laker that, that, is, that is making yeah. a monument yeah. of Ma- Mount Rushmore yeah. of the Los Angeles no. Lakers ever yeah. ends their career that as a Boston. That does disqualify no. them from and, the and monument. He could, and he couldn't make a free throw, so. True. <laughs> <laughs> solid, solid stuff. All right, well, as we close the chapter on the Kobe Bryant era, it's time to look ahead to the Lakers' bright, bright future with that coveted draft pick. A lot of people think all we need to do is get second to last place, and that pick is ours, which isn't the case. So we've recruited our own Victor Costello to explain exactly what happens next with that top draft pick. Victor. That would be me. That is you. Yeah, it's actually not that complicated. Um, the reason why they have to stay in the top three pick is because if they don't, then that pick actually goes to Philadelphia. And they're so good with draft picks. That'd be nice, right? <laughs> yeah and they'll be back in the draft next year yeah. too <laughs> well and you know what's funny about that is that it's top three protected draft pick right so if the lakers are going to keep their pick this year which means the philadelphia 76ers now their chance to steal the laker pick moves on to next year it doesn't go away mm-hmm. so next year now the lakers also if they wanted to try to keep this pick would have to be how long does that last i believe next year is the last year now do you know if this was for nash or for howard this one was for nash oh what a yeah. terrible tr- and now you guys know why i'm sick yeah <laughs> <laughs> but 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 here's the good news the good news is they did come in they had the second to worst record in the nba so now they have a 55.8% ch- chance to keep their pick. Just like the regular lottery, there's ping pong balls involved in. And that's not even one and two. That's one, two, and three. So uh, 55.8% chance to keep the top three pick. Uh, I'm thinking that if they drop the number three and keep the pick, that they are going to trade it away and try to get uh, a proven talent to come in uh, earlier because I don't think anybody uh, three and above is worth keeping at this point. I think it's just either Ben Simmons or Ingram. Those are the only two choices that I wow. think the Lakers have. Yeah, I appreciate that insight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sad. You. I- I'm sad. Yeah, the hopes of the Los Angeles Laker organization is hanging on a 55.8 percent chance <laughs> that we're holding on. <laughs> yeah, to we should we should have had the worst record. Well, get that percentage back. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia was pretty bad. Well, Kobe, because I know you're listening. Thank you for an amazing 20 years. Well, at least, well, 17. Amazing years and and three years of injury and then three years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. What a trick. You guys hate me. I, I didn't write that. I, I didn't write that. He stumbled right at that point, and he made it obvious for me to say that. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just just one last thing. I I want to thank Kobe for uh, for being authentic and being the unpeyton Manning. <laughs> you know, Kobe kept it real. For for being accessible to the media, for for you know for being honest and for being a great interview, you know if you look at Jordan and you look at a lot of these other guys, they always kept the door closed. You know Kobe's done these Showtime specials, he's done, you know the Kobe behind the scenes, and you really got to know the guy. You know I I very much appreciate that as a fan. You know to kind of gain access to to that life and and to hear what he has to say. So Kobe, thank you for that. Yes, and the five you. championships. <laughs> the five championships certainly don't hurt, Kobe. Thank you so much again 
for an amazing 20 years. We wish you all the best as you ride off into that purple and gold sunset. That's our show. We are Guys in Shorts. You can follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. Find us on Facebook. Visit our website at guysinshorts.com. And be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes. And uh, if you like the show, write a review. If you don't like the show, then maybe don't write a review. <laughs> <laughs> but keep downloading the episodes and listening. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. For Victor Costello, Ben Garcia, Darren Besa, and Eric... The sick Portuguese hammer Vieira. <laughs> we are Guys in Shorts. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. MVP. 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 MVP.